Hello, everyone, and welcome to Nerdentity Crisis Extra Life, Episode 9. I am your host, Ryan Bai. I'm joined today by Mr. Jeremy Johnson. Jeremy, how are you? I'm doing very well today, Ryan. Thank you. I am also joined by Leif One Man Homeowners Association. Dizer, Leif, how are you? I'm doing good. You know, I'm still trying to figure out what a one man homeowners association is. Am I the head of it or is somebody else in charge of me? What's going on here? It means you're an asshole. I think it's what it means. (laughs) (laughs) I won't disagree with that statement. Uh, it works with uh, the One Man Homeowners Association. <laughs> uh, I stole that from the show last week tonight. I don't know if you guys have ever watched, but it's hilarious. And uh, it's one of the best insults I've ever heard. So <laughs> I had to go with it. It's so creative and out there. I loved it. <laughs> this is Nerdentity Crisis Extra Life, your weekly Xbox-centric podcast. You can find us on pretty much any podcast platform of your choice. Google, Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, now apparently Pandora. They approved us like seven months later, so that's pretty cool. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what took them so long. Uh, Please make sure to leave us a nice review. Tickle that subscribe button. We would very much appreciate it. Also, follow us on Twitter at NerdentityPod and email us your questions to NerdentityCrisis at gmail.com. All right, let's start off, as we always do, with what are we playing now? Jeremy, why don't you kick us off? What have you been playing? Well, I'm still working on a couple of the same ones. Um, Been working on Cold War of Call of Duty, trying to get stuff set and ready to go for the new map and the start of Season 1 for uh, the new Call of Duty here, kicking off tomorrow, I believe. Oh, wow. Okay. As of right now. So they're introducing a new smaller map, which I'm excited to get into. They took the Alcatraz map from like Cold War and then they just, uh, they redone it. A lot of different areas looks completely different from like just, you know, the running, um, just the map itself, but it has like the same location. It's call it the Rebirth Island. And yeah, I'm excited for that. It's going to be. Yeah, quads and trios, and it's going to be a smaller amount of people flying to the map, of course. And right. yeah, I'm excited to get into that. Then uh, just yeah, working on my next amount still, getting getting almost done with that game, and then uh, <laughs> playing through Mortal Shell, which I said I had picked up the other week, and I am actually enjoying that quite a bit. Yeah, I was going to ask, because after you mentioned it last time, I looked it up. I had never heard of it before. It looks really interesting. How like Is it kind of like a Souls game a little bit? It's I mean, it's really reminiscent of Dark Souls. I mean, it feels exactly like it, okay. but it's nowhere near as difficult. I mean, the combat is still challenging, but I like the fact that they don't include leveling up in the game. And, you know, like doing like your endurance or stamina or whatnot, it's all they have is um, you get these, they're called shells. There's four of them in the game. They're the different bodies you can take over and each one has different um, traits and whatnot. Like there's like the little rogue acolyte who's got large stamina pool, but low health. Um, Or you have the knight that has the huge health bar, but almost no stamina to work with and well, you get little traits um, and abilities you can unlock per one as you use them by um, collecting glimpses and 
their little currency they call tar um you used to upgrade uh but the combat is i mean i said it's pretty nice not to worry about if you're going down the wrong like the don't uh the wrong attribute or you just think you're not doing it right or you're trying to work to a certain one it's like all the weapons are just the base weapons you can upgrade and i mean just i mean to me that not to worry about the stats is like the most right. fun thing about it. just go through you can pick which one works best for you and i mean the guys don't keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger it's just you have to be get better and better with your combat from uh deflecting parrying and using your little stone ability it's actually for 29 it's i mean it's a solid game and i've enjoyed playing it quite a bit okay I might have to look that up at some point. Yeah, it looks it looked pretty good just by what I kind of saw on YouTube and stuff. So, very cool. Uh, anything else? Uh, nope, that's all I got now. I'm, I think I'm getting close to finishing that one off, and then after that, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna start on Control. I've been going between either doing Control or starting that uh, Watch Dogs Legion that I also picked up. Oh, okay, gotcha. So I think I'll do control first. That is not a bad choice, Jamie. That is not a bad choice at all. Uh, Leif, what about you? Still just playing Space Engineer. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's fun. I'm I'm getting a little bored of it a little bit. Just maybe burned out playing too much. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely been worth the money for hours right. on it. But uh, yeah, I kind of think I might look for something new here soon. There you go. So I'm not uh, sure what though yet. Yeah, I've seen it on the Xbox. Yeah, it's on Xbox. It's the store and whatnot. Is it really? Like, uh. <laughs> like, I mean, it it doesn't have all the options that the PC oh, has, of course. Okay. So I wouldn't necessarily. I don't know if you have the choice between the two. I would, of course, lean towards uh, towards the PC for that. But yeah, for that game, they're not. I don't think they're even cross playable because of all the differences as far as uh, how big are the bases you can go, the different options on different items as well that would demand too much out of out of the system. So, okay, probably, Pro- yeah, more than likely. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm sure with the next gen it would probably be fine, but I, they're trying to encompass all the previous gen as well. So, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk quite a bit about that today, actually. So, <laughs> games running on previous gen. <laughs> um, so, I have just been playing a lot more Cyberpunk. That's pretty much it. Um, I couldn't tear myself away from it yesterday. I had the day off yesterday, and I played pretty much all fucking day. So, <laughs> still, <laughs> still really enjoying it. Yeah. Um, and it... Uh, I don't know. They did that hot fix, and I think that fixed a lot of the stuff. So, I mean, there's still bugs, but it's not nearly what it was before. Um, I mean, there's still some like today. I had, I did a mission where whenever people call you on your phone on that game, their face pops up on the screen, kind of like FaceTime or whatever, and like the face didn't go away on my screen so i had to play the whole mission with this chick's face on my screen but after i finished the mission it went away so pretty basic um, though yeah right right it's nothing life altering or anything like that so but yeah really enjoying it really very much enjoying it and i can't wait to get back to it tomorrow after work my wife has to close tomorrow so i'm gonna be playing a lot after work that's my plan 
All right. Uh, so we're going to do news. Uh, we basically just have one main big topic we're going to kind of take a deep dive in. But first, I wanted to kind of get in the last episode, our main episode, we talked about uh, the game awards a little bit. But I wanted to get Jeremy's thoughts and maybe go a little more in depth with us on some stuff pertaining to Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Um, but Microsoft self-titled Quadruple A Studio, which will always be terrible, a terrible name. Uh, <laughs> called The Initiative, revealed the game they have been working on, and it is Perfect Dark. Um, So I don't know how to feel about this. On the one hand, I'm kind of excited Perfect Dark's coming back, but um, I've said in the past I was hoping they were going to work on a new IP, which they did not. So I guess my question to you guys is, uh, was it a wise move to put their new studio on an already kind of established IP. We haven't seen it in a long time, but every most gamers know what perfect dark is. Um, and then do you think they should have done a different IP instead? Or do you like that they're doing perfect dark? Um, so Jeremy, let's start with you. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this? I, I mean, I honestly, when, I mean, I, I like the trailer that they showed and whatnot, but, with this brand new, I mean, secret, yeah, their quadruple A studio and whatnot, I was really leaning towards some new grand idea. Yeah. Some, something like brand new popping out of this brand new studio. That was going to be something amazing. But this kind of goes back to like when we went and ranked all like the studios and whatnot. And I, to have this one like growing and, you are expecting so much out of it and then they just reveal perfect dark yeah i kind of look like an asshole now because i had that <laughs> <in there too. laughs> I, I was expecting cool. a little bit more when i seen that this was their first game through the initiative i was like this is about where i expected it to yeah to end up and i mean it'll be i'm mean, so excited for it. i enjoyed playing the perfect darks i am mean, before i mean the challenges and the missions and it's going through it's always a fun game to play but I don't know, for their first game out, I was I was hoping for something a little bit more from the initiative. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can kind of hope they do is flesh out the story more. Like, give her more of a backstory, and then maybe even, like, take it to, like, a third person, I think would be kind of cool. Because they kind of got the first-person shooter locked down with Halo, kind of, and I don't know if they need another big first person shoot i don't know life would you uh you would touch a little bit on in the main episode but what are your thoughts yeah i mean it's exciting to see the game being made but like we talked about on the main episode it's uh you know it would have been nice to see them do something different altogether with with this uh developer but um yeah i mean it, i think it'll be good it would be nice to see something all together different in general yeah you know i if if they do something completely different with this and i don't know give it more of an rpg type feel to it like you said like flesh out the character maybe give you tons of like customization you know some sort of uh leveling up access to it or whatever i don't know you know i'm guessing it'll end up turning into just a first person shooter right. which will be fine but it's not groundbreaking in any way shape or form so yeah yeah I, I kind of agree i think this was kind of a misstep for microsoft or not i don't know if misstep is right or maybe missed opportunity is better just 
and I don't know, like I said, if they what if they like flesh out her backstory and make her like a more well known character and have a good story element to it. I mean, I haven't played Perfect Dark and I don't even fucking know how long, but I don't remember anything about it other than it was a fun shooter. That's really all I remember. So, um, Jeremy, would you be more excited if they kind of switch gears and maybe turned it into a different game, not just a first person shooter? Uh, I probably would be if they changed it up a little bit. Um, yeah, they did something a little bit new with it and, I mean, try to introduce some new concepts and whatnot to them. And then, yeah, I would really like and appreciate if they yeah kind of delve into the character a little bit more and um get a little bit more information that way i i was just thinking about that trailer again and whatnot and just kind of leave, left me confused because the uh, perfect art's always been you know like the high tech like between like the the one uh tech company and her and you always have like the latest gadgets and whatnot and yeah then at the end of it it shows like the pyramids and whatnot out in the right i i don't under i don't understand that and where they're going with it kind of i don't know had me worried a little bit but i guess we'll see what happens i hope they do something new with it maybe it will blow my mind and we'll i mean introduce something completely new it would be a nice change but i think we're a little little ways out in this one still yet so hopefully we'll get more information yeah, no release date, no gameplay. So I'm sure we're quite a ways off. Probably holiday next year at the absolute earliest would be my guess, but I'm sure it's a ways off yet. So yeah, I mean, I wish them all the best. I hope it's an awesome game. I never want there to be a terrible game, you know, but, and they have a lot of talent at that studio. So they brought in a lot of big names from a lot of other companies to run that studio. So let's hope for the best. Uh, Okay, and then... Uh, next, Jeremy, did you see the Mass Effect teaser? I, you know, on this one, I, I'm not, uh, after Andromeda and whatnot, I, I, this Mass Effect, I just, it'd be neat to see them go back to like the original, but I don't know with them already putting out what four, four titles in the series. I don't know. Going back to the original, I don't know if it's just going to do it for me or not. I just, I, I don't know what to say here. I, if if they do it right, I'm going to strongly disagree with you because this made me really <laughs> excited. <laughs> if they do it right. I love the first games and whatnot, but Andromeda just, it all yeah. kinds of sucked. And I, I just, they, all kinds of sucked. <laughs> <laughs> if they can get away from it and get back to how it was in the first one and then start to slip in the second one but the third one came back a little bit but yeah if they go back to how it was before i mean i will be excited to play it and i will be picking it up but just after this last one i'm just i'm not gonna hold my breath until i actually see something on this they gotta bring shepherd back man they gotta bring shepherd back <laughs> i'm telling you well we know liara's back for sure that was definitely liara in the trailer yeah, so. yeah. Leif, would you step back into Commander Shepard's shoes? Yeah, I mean, we talked about it in the main episode. I, I would. I'd replay that. I'm actually debating on when it gets closer to to release. And if it's looking pretty good still, I'll uh, maybe replay the first three and, and jump back, back into, into that. But yeah, I would for sure. Cool. Uh, and then I didn't put this on the docket because I forgot about it on now. But Jeremy, did you see the trailer for Back for Blood? I was going to mention that. Yeah, I, um, 
This has me super freaking excited. I, I mean, bet it does. I bet it does. Freaking played so much Left 4 Dead. This is like one of the most favorite franchises off the. I mean, Xbox. I mean, played it so much. I just love that game, and oh, just I mean, every game was so much fun. Just going through and I mean, just killing the loads of zombies, and I knew this one was. I mean, out there and it was coming, but to actually finally see a gameplay and that it's actually getting closer on its way i i'm super pumped for this i i've been waiting for another left for dead type game for a long time now and i uh i even went and i uh seen that and i signed up for the alpha that i'm hoping that i might hear something that'll actually get on the pc so very cool well jeremy we're part of a podcast now we're part of media so you should be at the front of the line <laughs> you know what jeremy i'm gonna call my industry contacts i'm gonna call <laughs> We'll get you. <laughs> we'll get you in. Yeah, the people yeah, at GameStop. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't even have that anymore. <laughs> I'm down to nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I agree. I think it looks like a lot of fun. That would be a cool game for like the three of us and Eric to just fuck around in. So oh, yeah, we'll see. And then I didn't even mention this in the main episode because it's not really newsworthy, but it is for the three of us. Uh, rogue companies is getting a new rogue did you see that i didn't uh, see this i didn't think it showed her name but basically she has like like a medium-sized deployable shield that she just puts on her arm and she can run around with it huh. so not too I'm exciting never, i don't think yeah i'm not gonna play her i don't think so i'm fine with my character i have now and i'm gonna stick with it it'll probably be another one where you have to purchase the yeah, character probably. pack or whatnot to be able to get it which nope no, thank you. All right. Uh, anything else from the game awards, Jeremy? No, you uh, you took what I was going to say. I wanted to make sure I mentioned that, but I was right. freaking <laughs> excited for Back for Blood finally. But hey. otherwise, I have nothing else. All right, cool. Okay, so our main topic, I guess if you want to call it, that we're going to dive into is kind of cyberpunk is going to lead it, but it's not really all cyberpunk. But I want to get your opinion. So for those of you, our listeners who have been living under a rock, Cyberpunk is out. It sold oodles and oodles and oodles of copies, but it did not release very well. How much is an oodle? Uh, that's $7 billion. One oodle is $7 billion? Yep. And you said oodles and oodles and oodles. Yep. So you're talking like 21 billion then about yep yeah 21 billion dollars in sales okay at least at least (laughs) i made that up i have no idea anyways (laughs) uh so cyberpunk seems to run pretty well on pc depending on your pc and your specs the playstation 5 and series x however on ps4 and xbox one it seems to be damn near unplayable so I guess just to kick this off, um, should CD Projekt Red have released this game on previous gen? And do you, well, I guess, what do you think developers and probably publisher, I think this is more publisher than developer, but what do you think they owe us as far as like a finished product goes? Because we've seen a lot of games. I don't want to just rag on Cyberpunk for this because like Fallout 76, No Man's Sky, Avengers, Anthem, and even when they first released The Witcher 3, it was not well. 
uh, it was, it, it, they were all really rough games when they first came out. So do you think that this is kind of is how it is, or do the developer publishers, all the consumers more, uh, Leif, let's start with you on this. Yeah. I mean, we again, talked about this one in our main, main podcast, but, uh, I think, you know, in a perfect world that game's going to come out in the shape that it's kind of promised with it. Yeah. I already, you know, I tried to play devil's advocate in the, in our main podcast. Cause I knew everybody that owned it was going to be talking about how much they loved it. And that was it. Right. So I tried to find more information on it in general so that we weren't just talking good about it. So I don't really want to talk too bad about it. Cause it already probably looked like I was just ragging on a game. I hadn't even played yet. Um, I don't think it did. But it looks like a great game. You know, I think they should definitely give um, refunds. I mean, I think that's the fair thing to do. You know, uh, just a couple weeks ago, you know, or it was like no, like the last week in November or something, they had said that it, uh, Adam Kaczynski, I think his name is, isn't that what his name is? And yeah, yeah. He said, you know, the game has is uh it runs a little bit lower on the on the last gen systems but runs surprisingly well you know so yeah you know you didn't even kind of warn people ahead of time (laughs) you know what is his definition of surprisingly well (laughs) yeah from what i'm seeing that's not surprisingly well (laughs) from what i've seen uh so i would consider giving refunds being a fair thing you know, when you're kind of promising this and you're definitely not following through with it right now, you right. know, and we talked about that a little bit in the main podcast where, you know, whether or not they should have released it. I, I don't think they should have in the, in the state that they did, you know, I think it just gives them, you know, worse, worse publicity than, than it deserves. Cause the game looks beautiful and you have this, all these pictures of it looking so bad coming out and it's a hundred percent from that alone. You know, it's it, well, not a hundred percent. I'd say 90% of it is just from the fact that you released it on a system that can't handle it. So, yeah. Yeah. So just how, as a whole, like, do you think as consumers, people have an expectation that when they spend money on a game, it should be completed? Like, do you think that should be a standard just across all companies? It depends on what your definition of completed is. You know, every game, even after they've been out for many years, still has bugs in it. So if you're just talking about, you know, some clipping and things like that, I think you're always going to see that. And I think having everything be gone is going to be a search for perfection when, you know, it's not ever going to happen. It will never happen. Should it be playable and character models look even somewhat similar to what they posted and what they bragged about online? And it's on the developer almost a hundred percent. You know, I, I don't pick up a game and just instantly have this thing in my mind from just seeing a couple pictures of it. You know, this yeah. this game was bragged about as being 
I'm kind of going on a tirade, but it, you know, they, they, they promoted this game as being better than any open world game you've ever played in your life. Right. You know, yes, they did. literally did that stuff. So they put this on themselves and you know, you're going to yeah. promote your, your, your game and you're going to promote your, what you're working on to try to get sales and stuff. But when it doesn't even come close to living up to that on like the older systems, yeah, it's fair for people to say that that's an incomplete game that in some parts it's so buggy, it's not playable, you know? So I don't know. Overall, I don't think you see people ragging on games that look ugly normally. It's just these ones that get hyped up beyond recognition, you know? And we talked about that before that this game isn't going to be able to live up to the hype because of how much hype that it's been put on it by, by its consumers and by themselves. So uh, yeah, a a game should be playable when you get it. Yes. Should it be matching what the company kind of is promising? I believe it should. And I think most consumers do the same. So yeah. Uh, It kind of like, I kind of attribute it to, or not attributed to, but it kind of reminds me of like when you see fast food commercials. Yeah. <laughs> they, show you, they show you the food from the commercial, and then you go and you get the food, and it's and all like, this mashed up looking <laughs> nasty shit that's been like is, sitting on a counter for a couple hours. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. But uh, Jimmy, what are your thoughts? Do you think <laughs> consumers are kind of owed a certain expectations if they're spending money on a game i mean yeah if we're spending 60 70 bucks on a game um i would i mean i understand that all games have bugs and stuff they need to work out i mean it's just kind of how it goes there's always stuff that i mean people don't catch and it takes people you know doing all kinds of crazy stuff in different areas to kind of notice some of the stuff so i understand there's stuff to work out but I mean, the amount of backlash that I've seen on this game that I, people are just tearing it to pieces. They, I I mean, the game that's been held up for so long, I mean, they built up the hype, like, hype, like you said, with Keanu Reeves and everything else and how amazing it was supposed to be. And then I hear that's, yeah, I mean, I haven't played yet. I will pick up at some point, but... Yeah. I mean, but it's hardly playable for a lot of players that, I mean, from the complaints I've seen, um, I mean, I think they are owed, I mean, a full, I mean, a game, it should be completed. I have just, I just think they flopped on this one with, I mean, how, how they launched it. I don't, cause when I start seeing uh, several comments of people saying it was the fire festival of games, <laughs> Shit, I didn't hear that one. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> this makes me uh, really uh, hesitate to even try picking it up. I mean, you build up this hype or something. I mean, it's going to be amazing, all this stuff. And then it's just, it's nothing like what you said it was going to be to launch. And I, like, like I said, I haven't played it myself, so I don't know exactly how it is or anything about it but just from the stuff i've read and stuff i've seen this i think the people are owed a lot more than what we got and i'm hoping that the hot fix that you were talking about um did fix a lot of the issues for people on it but i mean to release uh the game in that kind of state where it's not even playable on a couple of the consoles is yeah 
still kind of baffling to me. And that's the thing, like, and I hope our listeners understand we're we're not talking about minor bugs here. Like, I think all three of us agree minor bugs are a part of gaming. Like, it's going to happen. But when you go this far above and beyond, these are not minor bugs, man. Like, especially on the old gens where the characters don't even look like characters. Like, they're just blobby <laughs> colored shapes. Yeah. You're like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? And I did, I did so, want to say, too, I'm getting this game. I'm excited yeah. to play this game. I... From what it looks like on PC and even on like Xbox, the Xbox Series X, it looks really good, and I'm yeah. excited to play this game. But yeah. people that bought it thinking even just two and a half weeks ago that this game runs surprisingly well on the old system, yeah. <laughs> and then they get it and it doesn't. You know, it just doesn't run. So I don't think that's fair to to customers. So right. And as much as I hate to admit when life is right, but <laughs> when when he says, like, this is why he waits and doesn't buy games at launch, this is a perfect example of why yeah. that's a good idea. And I appreciate like, a- people that do buy games at launch, because yeah. if we didn't have people that bought games at launch, then we probably wouldn't have nearly as many games ever. Right. You know, exactly. So. Yep. Yeah, but, but this you guys is a situation- get the short end of the stick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, this is a situation where Leif's 100% in the right. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't like to say that. But <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Um, <laughs> and too, I do love this game. I really do love this game. I do not like it as much as Justin and Adam do, I don't think. I think they're more hyped on it than I am. Um, like Justin said, it's his game of the year, and I don't think I'd put it that far. But I do think it's a really good game. I haven't finished it yet, so I can't give my final thoughts. But, but just not if you have a last gen console. <laughs> like you can't play it on a last gen console. So I want to kind of get into. It was just came out today. It was reported that on an investor call, uh, CD Project Senior Vice President of Business Development. I'm gonna fuck up this name. Uh, Mikhail Nowakowski. He's Polish, so I apologize. And I'm a dumb American. Uh, he said, uh, he was basically asked like, why did you feel pressure to release this early? Why did you release this in a broken state? And so I'm going to read a quote from him. He said, uh, quote, I wouldn't say that we felt any external or internal pressure to launch on the date other than the normal pressure, which is typical for any release. So he basically kind of attributed to, he didn't realize they, he said they didn't realize how broken the game was, which I think is a bunch of shit. (laughs) Like you have QA testers, you have people playing this game. This is not something you miss, right? Yeah. This is not something you can boot up on an Xbox one or a PS4 and be like, Oh yeah, it looks fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Are you guys buying that Jeremy? I, I think it's just a, uh, bullshit lame i mean just kind of cover up for their screw up i mean how do you not know they said the testers and the people work on it day and night i mean and i mean the project like lead on it i mean you have to know this game isn't right i don't yeah i don't see how you can just say that and and plus i think it too the bs of all oh, there's no no extra pressure or whatnot i mean them I try to release this game and them having to work six days and 
all this other stuff, just uh, try to get up to launch or release this thing. And I don't know how you can say that there's no extra pressure on it either to try to release this thing. It just, yeah. I, I don't agree with this little statement he put out. No. So before I move on to the next part, cause I'm going to kick it over to Leif, but Leif actually kind of talked about this ahead of time. So he kind of predicted the future a little bit. But uh, they kind of asked him, like, why don't you just release the PC build and delay consoles, which Leif brought up in the past before the game even launched. Uh, And he said, quote, in pure theory, if we had decided that one day before the launch, then yes, we we might have just released the PC version. Uh, But then he didn't go into any further detail about whether that discussion took place of, hey, should we delay this and just release PC or whatever? But he did say, uh, quote, next gen consoles get a completely different version of the game. So it's not like we could have decided at any point to, quote, flip the switch, so to say, and change the old gen version to the next gen version and release only on next gens. As you have noticed, there is no native next gen release, which there is not. That's true. Uh, the game runs on next gens and takes advantage of how next gens are performing. But it's not like we had the next gen version in our hands and decided to keep it on the shelf End quote. So he's basically saying he's not admitting that they even talked about it, I guess, really. And then it sounds like it was never a possibility. It was never even in their minds to delay the console, which really they should have done. And Leif, as the prophet of this group, (laughs) what are your thoughts on his comments on this? Yeah, I mean, I I highly doubt that they didn't even kind of toss it out there a couple you know back when they delayed it they there had to have been one person in the room that said you know what if we just launched the pc version and honestly i think that would have been a good move on their part but i've repeated that many times um you know because if you're a console person and it doesn't release for you yeah sure you're annoyed just like people were annoyed it got delayed for like the ads time but (laughs) people were still super hyped about it coming out, right? Even though you were annoyed, but you would have seen those pictures from the PC version come out and that's all you would have seen. And you would have been even more hyped about this damn game. Yeah. Yeah, They would have lost console holiday sales, but you know, I think it would have just pushed more people to want to play this game even. So, but yeah, I I highly doubt that it wasn't even mentioned in a meeting somewhere along the line. Right. So I I almost wonder if and I'm not an industry insider, obviously. So I'm basically just making guesses here. But my guess is they were feeling pressure from their investors to get this game out. Like, hey, I put money into this, where's my return? Type of thing. Yeah. I think there was a lot of that going on. And then I'm almost wondering, and I'm interested to see what you guys think. Do you think they didn't delay again? Because when they delayed, well, not even the first time, what, like the third time? They uh, they put their employees to six days a week and then kind of created this uproar within the gaming community and games journalist community about crunch hours. And then if they had they delayed the game again, then it would have been like, well, what the fuck was all that crunch for? You know, say they delayed it into February or March of next year, then they would have had to answer the, what did you have your employees crunch for? <laughs> yeah. I mean, is, th- is that a possibility? Do you see that kind of being one of the reasons? I mean, it's hard to know exactly what's 
what's all going down. I mean, I'm sure they did feel, I mean, like I said, pressure from people who had money in the game. I mean, to try to get this out. Like I said, it was delayed for so long and I think they did want to see a return on it and try to get some money out of this thing. But I mean, I fear that they probably just hurt themselves more in the process as a company name for releasing this. It was just a bad choice. They made bad decisions. Yeah, that's pretty much all I can say. It was just a bad thing all around. And yeah, I think it was a mistake, but Leif, how do you feel about my theory? (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know. I think maybe a little bit, it got taken, I'm sure it was taken into account, you know, a little bit back then, but I think it was more so we've delayed this so many times, we need to see our money back, and you're going to miss out on Christmas sales if you push this back. Yeah. I think that was the largest contributing factor to the entire release. And, you know, they're going to make good on this game, they're going to patch it, and they're going to make it look as good as they can on the the old gen but yeah they just made mistakes by releasing it too soon at least for the 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 last gen consoles and and like i said i think it's i think him not feeling or them not feeling the pressure for it is is uh is a little bit of a lie there so yeah yeah i definitely don't believe the bullshit excuse he gave i think that's a lot more plausible um, okay, so then the last point I wanted to make on this was, so we found out CD Projekt Red did not release PS4 or Xbox One copies for review to any major media outlet, which has kind of sparked this debate on whether they intentionally misled the public. Um, so even big name websites, like for example, IGN, I've been reading IGN since I was in like fucking, I was a freshman in high school. I've been on IGN forever. IGN is very middle of the road, don't ruffle feathers type of thing. They're the biggest gaming website in the world and they don't want to piss off some developers and kind of lose out, but they are going to fucking town on cyberpunk, man. <laughs> like they finally put up a review for PS4 and Xbox one and they gave it a four out of 10. And then they have written numerous articles since then about, how CD Projekt Red misled the community and things of that nature, which I think part of that's them covering their own ass because they originally gave it, I think, a 9 out of 10 um, for current gen and PC, obviously. So, But do you think that CD Projekt Red intentionally misled the public, Leif? I mean, if you won't release the game on a previous console what is your reasoning for that right you know like what what could be your reasoning other than you didn't want people to see the state that it was in for those consoles i you know it 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 looks beautiful on pc it looks nice on the current gen but what would be your reasoning for for not showing reviewers the current gen you know game the state that it's in I I I don't know. And you know, like you said, could be IGN covering their butt a little bit by pushing this a little bit, but what is their reasoning for it? They don't have a reasoning uh, so far that I've seen. <laughs> and no. I think there's only one reasoning you could have, and that would be you didn't want the publicity that was going to come back and show pictures of this game that we're seeing now because people are playing it and sending out pictures and making it look bad. 
but you wouldn't have had that issue had you not released on console. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, what are your thoughts? Do you think they intentionally misled the public? <clears throat> oh, yeah. I I agree with Leif. I mean, this is kind of backs us on I mean, what we said, too, with, I mean, if they wouldn't even release any of these PS4, Xbox One versions to anybody, I mean, they obviously have known how terrible it was that it wouldn't even freaking play. I mean, they they had to have known how poorly of a state the game was in on those on the systems and I don't this whole thing they didn't know how broken it was I mean it's just I it's to me it's just obviously a lie I I don't get it I don't know I hope they do better in the future and I hope this is something that they learn from because like Leif has said this is going to be a great game eventually like the Witcher 3 launched with a lot of similar issues and it's kind of widely regarded as one of the greatest games ever made now yeah so I mean, I know that they're going to fix it. They're going to get there eventually, but I hope they kind of learn that it's not worth pushing something out early if you're not ready. And we'll just see what happens. I hope people get refunds if they're applying for it on last gen because they definitely deserve it. And yeah, we'll just see what happens. You guys just got anything left to add on Cyberpunk? No. No, I hope everybody that does have it is enjoying it, even if it might look like crap on your old system. And uh, right. hopefully the people that aren't enjoying it, they make it right for you. So Definitely. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, anything else? Um, no. Like I said, down the line, I, I intend on picking this uh, game up, and I am excited to play it. I'm just waiting for everything to cool down here and yeah like like you guys said and i hope everyone gets their money back who wasn't happy with their their versions that they got and i mean hopefully it gets resolved somewhat but yeah as i got nothing else cool all right we're gonna move on then to tabletop game of the week and it is my pick this week and i'm gonna pick a game unfortunately covid got in the way and we only ever got to play this once but i wanted to play it a lot more and that is smash up which we played at my house last time. And it's a mostly card game where you get two, it's called Smash Up because you get two different, I don't know, classes, I guess. And then you have to smash those together to make like a crazy cool class. So, like, for example, you can have Ninja Dinosaurs or Zombie Pirates. Oh, now I remember this. I couldn't remember yep. what it was at first. <laughs> or you can have robot aliens or there's a whole bunch of different like ways you can do it and then they have uh expansion packs too which i bought like the box that would hold the expansion packs because i was like if we like this i'm gonna want to get more i did not anticipate how many expansion packs there were <laughs> there are an unbelievable <laughs> amount of expansion packs um but yeah i think last time I can't remember what I chose. I think I was like Egyptian or no mummy, mummy pirates. Maybe I can't remember, but uh, yeah. And then you try and take over worlds and stuff like that. And they all have different abilities they can do to fuck other people up and stuff. And it was a lot of fun. I just wish COVID wasn't a thing and we could actually get together and play more. Right. <laughs> uh, what were your guys thoughts on this game? Uh, Leif. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Uh, I think I was drinking fairly heavily at the point when we played that. <laughs> yes, I, you were. I. Uh, I remember bits and pieces of it, but I don't remember 
Do you have to like take over islands or something like yes. that too? There's like different worlds you take yeah. over. Yeah, I I remember bits and pieces. I do remember it being fun, and I don't know why we only played once that night. I think we decided yeah. to play. What did we end up playing? Zombicide or something? Yeah, we did Zombicide the next day, and then we played. Uh, well, Constance we played the Haley ten minute dungeon or whatever that one's called. Yeah, we did that too. And then Constance and Haley wanted to play, so we did. Uh, Oh, the ghost game. We oh, talked about it. What's it called? Mysterium? Or Yes, we played yeah. Mysterium that night. Yeah, yeah, so we only played Smash Up once. but Yeah, I remember um, it being fun, but uh, I can't be much help on much more than that. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> uh, Jeremy, what were your thoughts? I I enjoyed that one quite a bit. Um, I forgot the name of it, but I remember us playing it the last time we got together. and Yeah, I thought it was a good one. I think I, think I had Dinosaur Aliens. Okay, I think was there my, you go. my combination. <laughs> I mean, they were both pretty powerful, but yeah, um, yeah. No, I had a lot of fun playing it, and yeah, taking over different worlds, and you had to have all the numbers. I mean, reach up to a certain point, and you had to be the last one on there to try to take over the world. And yep, yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. I'm definitely down for playing that again. Ooh, they're coming out with Marvel Smash Up. Don't even. Ooh, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Gentlemen, one of these days, we're all going to be vaccinated. We're going to be able to get together again, and I can't fucking wait for that day to come. Ryan, I'm going to see if I can get a couple extra of the vaccines so I can vaccinate you personally. Oh, that would be great, Life. I trust you wholeheartedly. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. I figured you would. <laughs> Uh, come to find out it was water and I get COVID like a week later. <laughs> you think they're handing out extra vaccines, you idiot? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'll tell you. <laughs> As you die. As I'm dying. Oh, shit. All right, everyone. This was Your Identity Christ Extra Life Episode 9. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at NerdIndyPod. Email us in some questions. That would be great. NerdIndyCrisis at gmail.com. Uh, any parting words of wisdom, gentlemen? Hmm. Stepping Jeremy, up like always. Jeremy, it's on you this time. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy. You know, um, I thought you were going to do your dad's advice little thing. Oh, the dad advice. Oh, Dad advice. Okay. So I didn't Remember think of you anything. Uh, make sure to have a kit in your car yeah. in case. Yeah. Well, uh, that was, oh, yeah, like a safety kit. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I can throw one together right now, I suppose. Maybe a little household, household yeah. toilet. You know, when your toilet just continuously runs, you know, you hear it like running all the time lately, all the time. Yeah. You know, and people leave that go for years. It's like a four dollar part and like a five minute YouTube video, and you can fix that. So, oh really? Just believe in yourself, people. Just <laughs> there's a little there's a little part. Go to Home Depot or Lowe's or something. Spend four or five bucks and just install the part. It's like a little chain, and it takes all of five minutes. Also, you should probably keep a little first aid kit in your car too during the winter as well. <laughs> Thank you for that helpful dad tip. Perfect. <laughs> I do got to say, Leif, even though it's a $4 part in a YouTube video, I'd fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? It's constantly running anyways. Might as well just keep it constantly <laughs> yeah, running. <right. laughs> oh, fuck. Well, thanks for those parting words, dad. I appreciate <laughs> <You're welcome>. it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> Bye.